What's going on, Patreon? We're back. Thank you all so much for your support. As we shared last week, we're really going to start dumping good content over here on Patreon. This is episode two of our first or our second official Patreon exclusive podcast, just full blown podcast, just for Patreon um, that we're excited about doing. We want to, you know, grow this into, um, you know, part of what we do on a on a weekly basis as as part of our livelihood and part of our job, and so. You know, we're taking this very seriously. I know, like I mentioned last week, um, Patreon, you know, there was times where we were really updating the Patreon a lot and times that we were posting to Patreon a lot and times that I wasn't posting to Patreon a lot. Um, and, and we're going to at least give y'all your own podcast episode each week. We hope to do some more video stuff yeah. and whatnot. We're still going to be doing a lot on YouTube. We're still going to be doing, you know, weekly um, episode out on, um, you know, the normal podcast platforms. But this mm-hmm. is just for y'all. This is to say thank you. And to hopefully grow Patreon, um, you know, to be something that actually makes a little bit of money. Um, the more I can, you know, make on the backside on this content creation, the less I can guide. And that means the more I can make um, content-wise, the more content I can put out. So, oh, I need to put my headphones on. That's uh, that's kind of the focus here. So, um, last week we talked about soft plastic stuff. Yep. Soft plastic stuff. Soft plastics for speckled trout. And this week we're going to talk about hard baits that we like to fish. So uh, we're going to talk about top waters, but we're also going to talk about a lot of subsurface yeah. baits that we we enjoy fishing as well. So um, thanks for checking it out, you guys. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. We're going to get ripping. So, Mike, what is your confidence top water? Like if you're going to pick one top water to throw for speckled trout this time of year, what is it? Yozuri bone colored um, popper. Or it's not a popper. It's a walk the dog, but it's Yozuri. And honestly, Is I it don't. one of the 3DS ones? No. That's what I was thinking at first, but it's not. Um, Your confidence bait, you don't even know the name of it. I know. So, weird story on Sierra Trading Post one day, flipping through baits. And I'm like, sure, that looks good. I need a few new top water. So I just bought top one. Knock. Yes, that's it. Okay. Top knock pencil. But it, even though it's called a pencil popper, me and Joe were actually just talking about this one that's sitting here by Berkeley. Even though it's this like guy. a pencil popper style, yeah. Right, um, it is. It's a walk dog bait. It doesn't have any cup or anything to the front. It can be a little splashy if the water is textured up, but. That bait, I have caught more trout and redfish on in the last two years than any other topwater that I have on my boat. And I don't know if it's just because it's my confidence bait, so I pick it up the most. But I feel like the bites are, you know, aggressive. Nine times out of ten, they connect pretty well with it. They don't miss it. So, um, and it seems kind of to me it's a little bit of an odd, yeah. And it's a little bit of an odd size. It's kind of somewhere in between the bigger head and spooks or the Rapalas. Um, like skitter walks. Is it longer than three inches? Yeah. It's, it's about a four inch it, Yeah, it's about four inches. It's about the same length as a Rapala skitter walk, but it's a lot narrower. Um, so I think it's just something visually a little different than some of the other topwaters that you see out on the market right now. So, which as you can tell, we have five or six in here yeah so, so i i think just like we talked about with soft soft plastics like having multiple styles of retrieves and yeah. differences in baits can sometimes be the factor of getting a big bite or getting more bites or finding a bite in a tough area 
Um, so that's why I'll, I'll fish a lot of different types of topwaters. You know, a lot of times you can just stick with one topwater and, and get blown up. You know, any any of those three to five inch topwater plugs and just consistently throwing them. But sometimes a certain bait will really get fish fired up. So some that I'm excited to throw this year. This is a Hedden um, slop nose, which I don't know if it was designed for bass or designed for what it was done for but i just saw it on tackle warehouse and had to buy it but it's got let's see if it'll focus for me it might not so it just looks like a normal plug but it's got this collar i don't know if you can see the collar around the head so i think you essentially just reel it and it's like a i mean wake baits are there's a new craze of wake baits but they've been around for a long time i think it probably fishes like a wake bait was what i was expecting and they also did it in like a very sexy black golden orange color yeah Um, but I think since it's got that metal collar, it's going to have a little bit of a ting to it. You know, mm-hmm. like you hear on like a jitterbug or like a buzz bait, you get that yep. little aluminum ticking noise that goes with it, which trout can like. Another bait that I'm pretty stoked about is the Spin Walker. Um, this is by 13 Fishing. 13 Fishing's definitely done a good job um, in both the fresh and saltwater world of kind of pushing the envelope, not just yeah. coming out and creating, you know, baits and reels and rods that are just like everyone else's, but really kind of changing it up. So, um, this is a walk the dog plug, but it's got this really big keel on it. So I'm excited to see how that works. And then it's got this little, this is the exact same shape as what you would see on a buzz bait, yep. but way smaller. And then it, it also hits this other like little flap of metal. There's a lot going on here. So they're either going to absolutely hate this thing or they're going to love it. But I think that there's going to be a scenario for it. Like yeah. red, like puppy drum, small redfish. I really struggle with getting to eat like a whopper plopper or any type yeah. of blade bait. But trout like it. Like, trout mm-hmm. love a whopper plopper. Uh, and I think this is going to be a lot like it. Like, I think that noise is going to be really awesome while you're walking. Like, click, click, click. And you're getting that little tinging noise, too. And I was uh, going to say, I mean. They're going to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to hear it. And that's the big thing with, like, trout fishing. You know, we think about throwing a DOA shrimp, under, a DOA shrimp underneath a popping cork and yeah. getting that noise. We, you know, talk about big, splashy topwaters or working topwaters where, you know, the surface is textured or over deeper water and current seams and stuff. Something like that that has that extra noise, just something that different pitch, whatever it is, can make a huge difference for them. Yeah. So, and the nice thing is too, is you can take a pair of pliers. Not saying that you want to, but after you fish it a little bit, you can do a few changes to the way the blade is or whatever to either get a different noise or a slightly different um, retrieve, something like that. I'm sure with those, like you can with a buzz bait or anything else. Yeah. So, that's some next level stuff right there. Yeah. Like that'll be some fun to play with it will be and it's one of those baits like this stuff is all stuff that like i would love if i was spending more time creating content less time guiding i would be able to fish more do videos on this stuff like I, yeah. I, that's why i bought all these like i wanted to go out and and Try fish them. these different baits and do videos on them and i just haven't had time to which sucks but um another y'all have seen me talk about this on the other podcast but the motorboat creative name by 13 fishing just a soft plastic with the same deal it's got like a, a buzz bait style tail on here um, I haven't even thrown this, but I'm definitely going to do a video on this. I think there's going to be a lot of cool applications um, for this bait. And I could see it being a pretty badass barracuda bait if they made a bigger <laughs> one. I think a barracuda would smoke the crap out of that thing. So um, that could be good for uh, redfish like up along the grass edges and stuff because it is it is weedless. That yeah. is, you know, I don't know if you can see that in the camera, but. Pull it back or tilt it like this. There we go. Yep. There we go. That's it right there. So it's a completely cool and it's wider across the top than you think it is. Yeah. You know, it's almost an, it's almost an inch across the top, not an inch, but maybe three quarters ish. Yeah. Three quarters of an inch. 
Um, and these are, we're just going over some of these newer baits. So everybody's heard of the Whopper Plopper. Everyone's made a Whopper Plopper now too. Yeah. Um, I like this Berkeley bait a little bit better because it's got a bigger tail on it. It's a little more cupped. One of the cool things about these though, not even ha- talking about trout fishing, but like catching AJs on them, catching jacks on them. Like you can rip these super hard and because of the way that that tail works, it holds the bait on the water. Like you can't rip it like even in mm. swell and chop, like you can rip it real hard. Like a lot of top waters or poppers will slip or skip across the surface, but that, yep. that tail holds the bait in the water. So uh, it'll slip every once in a while, but it's mind blowingly surprising how well it stays <laughs> sucked to the water. That's um, awesome. But out of all these baits, the one I'm the most excited about um, is the new Cane Walker 125 by uh, Berkeley. So you've seen this style plug a lot with stripers up north. Nope. Um, it's like a what you would call a pencil popper. Let's say a tuna um, popper. Yeah, it's just a long style walk the dog plug with a cup on the front. But just that that size, that shape. Um, the profile, I think, the for profile, me. I think, is going to be money for trout. Yeah, and big trout. Uh, and the fact that that head's going to—if you just just through walking the dog with this thing, like that head's going to spit some water. Mm-hmm. Um, the hooks on all of these Berkeley baits that are out of the box are perfect. Like you don't need to change them. They're yep. real sticky, but they're also thick. They're not like your real light gauge wire. Um, really good noise to this bait, even holding all the hooks. You've got a lot of good noise to it there. So. Uh, I'm shaking that right by the mic, so it might be a little loud, but it's got a good pitch to it. You've got um, one larger ball bearing, and then you got a smaller ball bearing, so you've got kind of both of those those sounds to it. I'd say that's that's a big thing, or you know, something that you don't see in a lot of baits is that two tone or two different frequencies that you get out of having the different sets ball bearings. For sure, so. for sure. And this is a little bit heavier bait, but you can still get away with throwing that on. Don't you think you could throw that on like a medium fast pretty pretty easily? Yeah, you could. Maybe a seven six. Yeah, I'd say you might want a little longer rod to throw it, but no, it would do it do just fine on that size. Thank you. Um, well, let's dive into before we get since we're already talking top water. Let's talk about a few of like our our other confidence plugs that are these are kind of off the wall. I mean, not the Whopper Plopper or the the you know the Chopo, um, but some of these other baits I've shown have been a little bit off the wall but that's that's what's like i said that sometimes can be the key like throwing something a little bit different something they haven't seen you know these trout have a lot of top waters brought over this time of year so yeah being a little bit different can be helpful but for myself you know my confidence my go-to's i like a, a skitter walk yep i like a skitter v i like the larger size skitter walk too mm-hmm. i like a spook junior yep i also like a uh head and one knocker yeah i was gonna say that for me, the Yozuri and the Head and One Knocker, those are like my top two, I think, for me. Yeah. Just they're two different ranges of pitch and sound, and they slightly have just a different walk to them. And I think, you know, for me, those are like my two biggest confidence baits to go yeah. to. Yeah. So. No, I agree. It's, uh, it, it's those two baits are money. And if I'm big fish hunting, not that a big fish won't eat a smaller top water, but the full size spook, the three hook spook, yeah. taking the middle hook off mm-hmm. um, and upsizing the two other hooks a little bit, that that's my big fish bait. And, and what's crazy is that's like a, almost a six inch plug, but you'll go catch 14 inch trout on it. You'll yeah. go catch 11 inch trout on it. They'll come up and smack it. You'll have them follow it to the boat. I've, I've had like four or five small trout schooling underneath that thing coming all the way to the boat. So yeah, um, they're not scared of it. They're, you know, they'll definitely eat it. Um, 
What about topwater colors? What what's kind of your if you had to pick two or three colors as far as your topwaters for trout go in the fall? What would they be? Um, in the fall, I I stick to like a basic mullet color, which well, you can't see it on the chopo in the box, but you know, just a mullet color that's got a little translucence to it. Uh-huh. I think is a good one for me. Um, that's not necessarily you know, the translucent part isn't necessarily like a key to me, for me or anything, but. I just particularly like those in general. Yeah. Um, the other one is a is a bone white or a straight white. I feel like the pure white, like later in the day, does a little better for me, or that bone white does. Bone um, white's a little milkier. Like it's yeah. a little more yellowish. It's got a little almost. cream color to yeah, it. Cream. Um but you know, both of those I feel like fish really well for me. And then something in the dark realm, either you know, a black back, orange belly greens and purples you know some of those kind of funkier dark colors is kind of like the three that i try to stick with i feel yeah. like for the most part um first thing in the morning definitely dark colors um and something loud and then as the day kind of progresses depending on what the weather conditions are outside i try to switch over to that lighter color either a lot smaller rattles or kind of a higher fridge a higher pitch um for me, it's kind of how I make that transition. So, I like it. Um, yeah, I think noise can be a lot or can have a lot to do with it. My, my, I think my confidence go get blown up bait is always that one knocker. Like, if yeah. I'm going to just throw one bait and, and look for that blow up, it's going to be a one knocker. But, you know, a topwater is a topwater. You know, a lot of times if a fish is going to eat a topwater, he's not going to be super picky about it or at least show himself. But, yeah, um, again, you know, it's way more fun to have a hundred different options and to play around with them. So, uh, if you're anything like me, you'll spend a lot of money on the top water plugs. And the sucky thing about top water, though, is you buy all these plugs, you try the newest tackle box, and you try to keep everything. And then, like all of a sudden, you open your tackle box, and it's freaking loaded with rust. Yeah. Um, even like God, the, even the new some of the new tackle boxes. Like I wouldn't say this on YouTube because I would probably people would rip me apart and say it's my fault, but I've got rust in all my new uh, Plano edge boxes. Like not all of them, but some of my Plano edge boxes, I've got rust in them. Yeah. Uh, especially my jig box, like my, my jigs for Albies and I was say, it's so hard to keep rust out of them. Well, me and you did this years ago. I don't know if you're still keeping up with it, but the little desk kit dry packets. So that's the edge box comes with those in it. Oh, it like built nice. into these little things that you can change them out on. But oh, okay, uh, maybe I just didn't change it out enough. I don't think I've ever changed it out. So no, that could be part of it. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I have the watertight Plano boxes, and even with those, every year I go through probably split rings and hooks on everything. Yeah. So, and that's something that we touched on in last week's episode. You know, having sharp hooks, especially when you're topwater fishing or hard bait fishing. As much as those fish are coming up to eat it and are trying to get it in their mouth, a lot of times they'll come up and trout are notorious for this. When they come up, they don't just eat it, you know. They'll come up and they'll smack it with the side of their face and, you know, hit the plug kind of like this. And if your hooks aren't sharp, tacky, you know, where they're going to grab on, you know, probably half of my fish during trout season are hooked just on the outside of the face. Your top water and yeah. fish, yeah. Um. And you know that's why it's so important to keep tacky hooks, sticky yeah. hooks, and change them out, or keep a keep a little file on your boat and sharpen them. That's what I yeah. do throughout the season. Even my DOAs, I'm sharpening them. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, I mean, my jig hooks are the same way because I'll just cut them off, throw them in a cup holder, and I forget about them. Then I go out and I'm like, oh. And then I look at, it, I'm like, nope. 
just leave it there. I'll deal with it later. Tie a brand new one on because every time that could be the difference between, you know, a couple fish that day or not. Yeah, and you hate to so, see that, you know, 28-inch fish come <laughs> and shake his head and throw your hook out and you reel it back in. It's rusty and dull. Yeah. Um, you know, so food for thought. Yeah, food for thought. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're you know going to be new to topwater fishing or you or you you haven't tried a one knocker, I think a one knocker in chartreuse and white, red or white, or yeah. bone or um, really any any color. Get a couple colors that you like. Yeah. Um, but that one knocker is a trout freaking killer. And yeah. redfish, the redfish love it too. So um, no, and, and for like you're out of the you know outside of the norm topwater this year. Try this Kane Walker, uh, the 125. It's I think that's going to be a – I think this baits – well, I can't say it's going to surprise me because I'm, I'm claiming it. And actually, I just realized it has a, one small bearing, really small bearing in the head. So you've got three different, you know, pitches. So um, especially on like a little bit choppier day, not super yeah. slick, calm, I think this thing's going to be money. Yeah. Well, and I think too, so we can talk a little bit about retrieves while we're here on topwater. Like – you know, I always have in my head when I'm fishing like redfish, constant retrieve. Never Don't stop. let it stop. You know, if you let it stop, you might as well reel it to the boat, start it over. Just about it. Unless, you know, there's certain zones that I'm fishing or whatever, cast it out, let it sit for a second. or um, And I haven't got to where I want to necessarily bring it over a fish or bring it through kind of the, the strike zone per se. But for trout, that doesn't always hold true. Right. You know, is there something that you change or do differently once you start stepping into trout season versus, like, the rest of the year? Yeah, so trout don't mind a pause, and sometimes it fires them up a little bit. Like we were talking about last week about giving them that moment of – was that last week or was that this week? Okay. Um, About giving them that moment of vulnerability to to strike. Um, Pausing that topwater is is exactly that. And when I'm pausing a topwater, it's either – there's a couple reasons. It's either I got blown up one and he didn't – Get the hook, so I'm, yep. I'm letting it sit for a second, and then pop, 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 and then letting it sit. Or I'm trying to let it hang in that strike zone a little bit longer. Like, mm-hmm. tick, 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 pause. Like, if you, if most of your blow-ups have been coming, like, once it gets out over the edge where the oyster bar stops or where the current seam ends, like, yeah. you know, I'm pausing it and killing it right there, just giving it that extra little bit. And, you know, a lot of times it's right as that plug starts to move again, they blow it up. Or, or sometimes it's, like, right when it stops, they'll yeah. blow it up. It's, you know, that, that right at that changing moment is, mm-hmm. is when they capitalize on it. So, um, yeah, I would say either to, to keep it hanging up in a, in a strike zone longer or if a fish has shown interest to, you know, to be like, hey, you can you can catch this thing. Like, come try it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's sitting right here. <laughs> kind, kind of trying to entice that second bite out of them. I was going to say, I think for me, like a lot of times I'll do maybe like two quick twitches and keep it kind of tight and then yeah. like you know maybe just a real slow and let it kind of kick out to one side and then sure. you know a couple of tight ones and let it you know come out to one side and kind of just give it not necessarily a lot of a like don't make it super erratic to where it's unbelievable but just something where it's a little bit different than what you've had or throws it outside that norm of where that bait should be at if they're tracking underneath they're from behind it yeah so yeah, I think that's you know those are your your main um, reasons for pausing and, and when to pause and all that. Um, well, let's get into subsurface. Um, you know, y'all heard us talk a lot of top water on the podcast, but like every time we talk about it, we've probably learned something new as well, or have a new yeah. way to talk about it, or a new way to share it. So like all this stuff is ever changing, and there's more to learn and and, and whatnot. So 
Um, sharp hook on your top waters, though. I can't stress that enough. Put yep. sharp. Don't throw the rusty plug. Like, <laughs> and keep a keep a file on your boat in case all of a sudden you go and you open your box. You're like, oh, they're eating top water and they're all rusty. You can you can fix shave it down up. a little bit and fix it up. Yeah. So. And also, one quick tip: toothpaste, paper towel. If you get rust in your box and it gets on the paint job or your colors are looking dull, that kind of thing, um, instead of throwing it away and going buy a new one. Get a two dollar tube of the cheap toothpaste at Walmart or local wherever Dollar General, and just rub it onto your plug. Take your hooks off, take your split rings off, paper towel. Just kind of buff them out really good with the toothpaste. Clean them up really good. Rinse them off in the sink. You'll what is it? Back. Just enough grit in there to kind of sand it down a little bit. Yeah, it's basically like a polishing compound that you get for your car or something. Nice. But it's just a cheap, easy what it's way. Doing to our teeth. Too. Yeah, and I mean, and it all comes off even if it smells minty fresh you know it comes off it'll go away in a few days you yeah. don't have to worry about it so whereas something Sweet. like for your car might leave more residue or something yeah a little odd scent to it yeah so uh, well cool well yeah we'll jump into some subsurface baits um if you go subsurface hard bait what's your what's your go-to i know we keep talking about go-to but i mean that's yeah. the best, best we can share with you is our favorite baits um mm. See, that, it's hard for me because typically this time of year I'm throwing some like five inch jerk shads or jerk baits of some sort, kind of that slender, long profile um, with a short bill that I only dive like maybe three, four foot deep. And that's because I'm doing striper fishing as well as trout fishing most of the time once I start picking up that hard bait getting into that, that time of the year. Um, I don't really necessarily have like a particular brand or anything that i like over one you know one over the other um i'm a cheap i'm a sucker for uh cheaper ones or whatever i can find on sale <laughs> just yeah. because it's such a small time of year at least for me that i fish them um because i stick just so much with the soft plastics i have so much more confidence in that as my style of fishing it's what i prefer to do more it's something that i would love to get into more and fishing the hard baits but um yeah, just jerk shads or jerk baits in general. So um, yeah, I fish a lot of jerk baits. Like I said, I don't, you know, I I fish soft plastics more a lot of times. Um, but when I'm fishing those low current areas, like the New River, like the Noose River, yeah. the Pamlico River, the Pongo River, you know, any of those tributaries of the Pamlico Sound, uh, it is hard to beat a hard bait. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, and I was pulling these up so I could show y'all a picture. Um, I fish a lot of mirror lures, a lot of 17s, yep. a lot of 27s, uh, a lot of hard bait, a lot of uh, jerk baits. Uh, and a very common jerk bait you see in the saltwater world is just the X wrap. Like if people yep. fish a jerk bait for trout, a lot of times it just ends up being an X wrap. An X wrap, but there's a lot of different bass jerk baits you buy you change up the or you just you can fish the the hardware that's on them you just got to clean them well like yeah you got to dump some fresh water on them bring them home set them on a paper towel on your boat dry them off let them sit there yeah. and put them back in your box um but the mega bass jerk baits um there's a uh, lucky craft which is a japanese company that makes really really good jerk baits uh, you can spend a hundred dollars on a jerk bait if yeah. you wanted to. I mean, I don't recommend that for unless you're trying to win hundreds of thousand dollars bass fishing. But um, you can spend a lot of money on a jerk bait. Another bait that fishes just like a mirror lure that I I started fishing two years ago with y'all probably know if you're local, but Ben Chesney, he's a manager at Intercoastal Angler. 
um, is this Rapala. Um, it's X-Rap Twitchamullet. So mm-hmm. it's got a shape a lot like a mirror lure. They come with these single inline hooks, immediately take those off, throw them away, and buy treble hooks for it. <laughs> um, I say this because the first time me and Ben fished this together, um, we were fishing. Ben, ben was throwing it. I was throwing a, a 17. He was throwing this. And he had two, three big, big bites. Mm. Eat the bait, come up, head shake. Like one of them was like this table right here. It moved. It, it was this size boil on the water. Like it was. That's insane. It was a 28, 29 inch fish that ate it. Came up. I mean, he drilled it with the hook set. Came up through the hook out. Like watch the, this massive head just throw the hook out oh. on that single hook. Um, and we're like, oh, we should probably change the hooks on that. <laughs> And then we just keep fishing it. And like 20 minutes later, he gets another massive bite on it. Oh. Sets the hook. Fish shakes it. out of the, Head comes out of the water on the first, like first or second head shake. Throws the hook. Yeah. And then two or three hours go by. We fish some other stuff. And then he puts that back on. Hooks another really big fish. And we caught, he caught fish on that too. But all the bigger trout were able to throw that inline hook out really, really well. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I, I popped some hooks off my one of my mirror lures and put them on there for him. I was like, you know what? I'm going to change the hooks for you. <laughs> And the uh, we didn't get another bite on it. So, oh man! But that bait is a good big fish bait. It's a little bit bigger than a seventeen. It's not quite as big as a twenty-seven. Um, gotcha. And it's got real good movement to it. Um, here's another good picture of a few of them, so that y'all can see, you know, a color difference or some of the colors they have. Like here's a, a real natural looking mullet. Mm-hmm. This color here. Um, the, the second from the bottom, like the second one, the, the one at the top of his palm, not the bottom of his palm is the color that, um, Ben hooked all those big fish on that day. And I've gone back and caught really nice fish on that bait as well. Um, and that white one, let me see if I can find that exact color on here. Uh, this one. This looks like kind of like glass shad. Yeah, it's, it is a badass color. Um, but that's, that's the color. That's the... I can't find the name of it here, but you'll see it. Screenshot it if you need to. Um, yeah. That's a good color, uh, the the Mullet. So there's a bait that I just fished for the first time this past year with Bud up on the Pamlico. Mm-hmm. And this is like, so if you're from the Pamlico, you're going to be like, you're an idiot. We've like, this is not new news, but, uh, or fishing the Pamlico without moral sounds. You've heard of the Twitch and Wrap. But no mm-hmm. one down here really fishes fishes a twitch and wrap. It's a yeah. it's a balsa wood hard bait huh. that was made by Rapala for a while, and they stopped making it. It's a longer, a little bit skinnier, but longer. So it's like a little bit longer than a twenty seven, but not quite as tall as it. And it's gotcha. the, it's a little skinnier, and it's a wooden suspending Ooh. bait. Okay, and that that is a killer. I mean, a lot of those trout tournaments up there are one on that. You can still find these. A lot of people have gone, went and bought out all the old Twitch and Wraps like from places that, that had them. Um, so if you want a Twitch and Wrap, you can hunt for it. But um, I think they'll still make them for you. I think you can actually buy them at Noose River Bait and Tackle this time of year. Okay. Because they'll make a really large order of them. Mm-hmm. And you can go and they'll still create them for them. But you can't like go online and find a Twitch and Wrap. Like you can, I think gotcha. you can only get them at, at Noose River Bait and Tackle. But it, you know, if you're if you fish the New River, or any of the you know the slower any, anywhere you want a slow suspending twitch bait, yeah. um, definitely check out the Twitch and Wraps. Call New River Bait and Tackle. See if you can get them from them. Um, I'm not positive on that. I've not bought one there, but that's what I've heard. I heard that last year when I was looking for some. 
Gotcha. Uh, there's a purple and white that's money, and there's a chartreuse. Mm. Um, I'll see if I can pull up a picture of it so y'all see what I'm talking about. But what were you going to say? Sorry. I think I just... No, you're good. I just listen and paying attention to what you got going on. I was say, I mean, for me, like, I do fish the mirror, or, you know, the M17s and M27s, and I think that just has a lot to do with the ability to change, you know, with down here we fish just so much current. Having that heavy Dean and some of the bigger baits, that kind of stuff make a big difference i feel like for me and just having confidence in what i'm doing um because i can fish them a little bit a little bit faster i know i'm achieving the depth that i want but as you know i'm more of a power fisherman i don't have that slow finesse um sit and wait work a twitch bait like that as much as you do so oh man you you do don't don't hate yourself like that. <laughs> I just I I don't do it as much as you do. Um, here we go. Here's a Rapala Twitch and Wrap. It's a badass little rig. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to find mm-hmm. a common color. Uh, we'll just pull this one up there. I have not fished this color, but this gives you the gist of of what we're talking about as far as shape goes. Yeah. See how it's a little bit longer. And just knowing that it's a wood bait, like it's gonna act so different. There's yeah. a lot of people in the bass world that pay, like professionals that'll pay a lot of money for like, you know, handmade mm-hmm. crankbaits, wooden crankbaits. They just ride differently. Their yeah. movement's different. Um, there's a video I was fishing with Bud and on our last we worked hard that day, we found the fish, we lost them, we found them again, but we doubled up and he, he I had like a twenty two, three inch fish and he had a twenty six inch fish on a on a purple and white twitch and wrap right at the end of the day. Um, but really great baits and, um, maybe, maybe we can do a massive order of them through Eastern current and do like a custom color. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, they're really, really solid baits. So, um, thank you. Yeah. So, all right. What's, what's another, uh, hard bait you like to throw? Um, so I, Judd knows this, but probably our listeners don't, but I do enjoy watching, um, guy out from, he's now in Texas that bass fishes a lot and he works with six cents. Um, Milliken fishing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, some of his older content when he fished a lot, especially up north, Nebraska. Um, he's from like the Omaha area. He fished a ton and ton of jerk baits, and all of them were from Six Sense. So I did. That's the other one that I will pick up and throw from them. Um, if I can find them, they're just not super easily available like off the shelf here. I think they're starting, you know, six cents is starting to grow a lot more now. So I used to have to like order them. Um, and I just didn't do that very often, you know, once a year or something. So that's something, that's the other one that I will throw. But here is just so y'all see just the, the detail on, this is a mega bass. This is a vision one ten. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just the detail and the coloration and the body style and, and the hooks, these angled hooks are much stronger. So with that angling, you get to fish a very light wire hook, but add strength to it. So that's the yeah. whole point of those tight angles like that. Um, that, that, those hooks are so sticky. I mean, they're so hard to even get out of the packaging without sticking it to yourself in the hand. Yeah. Um, but it, that that's a bait. I mean, that's a big fish bait that people in North Carolina don't fish very much. Now there's mm-hmm. guys that love a jerk bait and that fish a jerk bait, yeah. but most people don't fish a jerk bait. There's one guy that fishes this one area uh, near Rich's Inlet. He has a tower yellowfin and I see him for fishing a jerk bait a lot. And he's got this tactic and it works for him and he sets up up current 
and throws like you were talking about swimming a bait back to you, but he'll just kind of, you know, drop troll a jerk yep. bait behind him and work it back to the boat and catches a lot of trout like that. But, um, you know, in the faster current areas, these jerk baits, um, they still work well, like, a, you know, yeah. like a heavy Dean, especially like a six footer, like one of these baits that's going to get down or an mm-hmm. eight footer or a 12 footer. If you're fishing like five to eight feet of water and can work it kind of fast and still get some good pauses, you can catch fish and heavy current on a jerk bait. So the yeah. other cool thing about nice jerk baits is they throw way better. You yeah. buy a crappy jerk bait and I'm not saying extra, the extra apps are crappy, but they don't cast super well, mm-hmm. but these one tens, they've got a weight transfer system in it where the bearings. So when you go to cast that weight transfers towards the tail and it pulls that bait out there. I mean, you yeah. can throw that little super light one ten like you can bomb it. Um, yeah. They're painful to lose. They're about $25 a piece, but uh, here's another cool. And there's, as you're talking through this too, like realize too, these are baits that you can use for striper. You can go off the beach. You can troll with them, you know, slow troll. Um, we used to do that a lot for like Bonita and different stuff. Um, but there are different grades and different manufacturers make them either wire through or not wire through. I know the Rapalas are not. So if you're going to throw it around a lot of heavy structure and you're going to be hitting, you know, either down trees or pylons or something like that, it will probably pay for you to spend the extra five bucks or whatever it is to get a wire through um, X wrap or a wire through jerk bait if you can find one that you like. And just because I know for me throwing them in the river, I've hit pilings and different stuff and then I hook up on a striper and it explodes just cause I cracked the plastic or whatever and that fish is gone. So, you know, the bait's still going to be trash, but at least you'll get your fish in. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, but, but jerk baits are one of those kind of like in our world of saltwater fishing here in North Carolina, like a pretty untapped bait. Like not yeah. a lot of people are fishing jerk baits that often. And they're just a really good bait to fish. They're a great search bait. They got a lot of presence, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's like combining a mirror lure and a gold spoon almost like, yeah. or a spinner bait and a mirror lure. So, um, and the other cool thing too, just like a paddle tail, which for years and years, like I never just straight retrieved a paddle tail, you know, yeah. I, I twitched it in and bounced it off the bottom, but you can just swim a paddle tail straight back to the boat and catch fish. Same thing with a jerk bait. Like you can, especially red fishing, you can throw it up on the bank and just slow roll it back to you um, off the bank. And, you know, that thing just kind of wobbles back to you. And fish love it and they'll crush it. So, yeah, you know, a lot of ways to fish a jerk bait. So, is there any... we could do just a jerk bait episode. Just yeah. About jerk baits. I was about to say, was there any other hard baits that you're excited for this year that you've seen, like subsurface stuff? So, I guess, let me, let me go. So, top waters. I'm going to call them like suspending twitch baits, like a mirror lure or like that Rapala lure I was talking about or the twitch and wrap mm-hmm. and then jerk baits um, and then crank baits. Those are kind yeah. of the only, but, but for trout, I mean, I fish crank baits for redfish, but I don't yeah. think it's necessarily, it's a little too aggressive of a bait for a trout in that, in those still water scenarios. I think they would work in the right scenario, but yeah. I've never fished one um, for trout. So I really can't speak to it. I was saying, I even have some friends that fish kind of these slower water areas with rattle traps. Oh, yeah. Rattle traps is another great And, you know, me, I don't do it Similar very often. Similar to a suspending twitch bait, but not the same. Yeah, exactly. And you can you can just, the way you can move it and get it up off the bottom and let it shake and shimmy and fall back down. It yeah. just has that different fall rate, different noises and pitches. It just gives you a lot more options than what you 
not necessarily the ones you can get with a jerk bait, but depending on the scenario and what you're trying to accomplish and the way that you want to fish it, um, just depends. Those might be a good option also for sure to step over to. That, that's so. another bait that a lot of guys have started fishing up in the Pamlico, like pop and yeah. cork fishing for bull drum. They'll fish a rattle trap, you know, a little more mm-hmm. subtle, can fish it differently. So um, for stripers, for trout, um, those are great baits. Yeah. And like there's even, you can even find some micro rattle traps, like some pretty small rattle traps that are smaller than like a 17 that yeah. can work pretty good in different scenarios. So um, that, I'm glad you brought the rattle trap. I almost forgot that one. But um, a, a lot of like, you know, we've, we've fished like, it's like a lipless crankbait essentially. So, yeah. but, but a way that, that I've seen them be productive in the, or heard of them being productive. I haven't fished them much, but um, in saltwater is, is kind of yo-yoing them or hopping them on the bottom. Like yep. Mike was talking about, you throw it out there, let it sink and then you lift it up and then let it fall back down to the bottom and then and let it fall back down to the bottom. So, and you're, you want, whenever you pick it up off the bottom, you want to fill that bait kick. Yeah. You know, if your rod tip isn't vibrating and you may have to step up to a stiffer rod, you know, we talked with plastics last week, having to step down rod size so that you can get that sensitivity switching back over to these hard baits you still want that soft tip because you're fishing trebles but you definitely want to have a little more backbone than sure. what you would be having or what you would have with the soft plastics for sure so um it's definitely a rabbit hole you can go down don't feel like you have to run out and grab all you know new stuff for it but you know look at the rod setups that you got and whenever you are pulling that bait off the bottom make sure you know you got enough backbone to get that bait to move and do what it's supposed to for sure. Um, so. Yeah, like Mike said, a, a nice, you know, a good backbone on a rod, but but you don't want a hard tip. You're going to pull those troubles out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. If y'all want us to kind of do a deep dive on any specific hard bait that we've talked about, or like last week, any specific soft plastic, let us know. We can do that. We're going to yeah. try to do some more on the water video stuff. Um, yeah. Mike is full time on the water now as well. And so we're going to have a lot more time to, to put that content out there. So let us know what y'all want to see over here on Patreon. We're going to try to give you everything you want. So, um, that was our, our deep dive, you know, our, our bird's eye view, (laughs) everything hard baits. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, you know, they're just going to, they just have their couple 17s and a, and a skitter walk and that's all they're going to do hard bait wise. But, but venture out a little bit, try some other stuff this year. Get you some jerk baits. Yeah. Um, get you some lipless crankbaits or rattle traps and, and fish them. Like, especially if you're, you know, it's a good hard bait bite and some fast current, a heavy rattle trap will get down just yeah. like a heavy Dean, like a 17 that's heavy. Um, we'll do the same thing. So anything else, Mike? No, thinking about like baits that I'm excited for this year, being that I'm on the water full time, like this is one area that I want to kind of dive into. And we were talking about six cents a minute ago, six cents come out with, well i don't know if it's out yet where you can buy it but it's called a glide bait Mm -hmm. and you know it's a very large profile if you're into bass fishing or watch any of that you know there's the hinkle shad and all kinds of different big glide baits out there i think that's something if they're not too crazy expensive i want to try that especially when it glide baits to be painted right in there okay yeah um, and this is this is a glide bait yeah there you go so ended up like a brown trout. So that that one's a massive one, and I don't know. I'm not sure what the size of the new glide bait from Six Sense is going to be, but I know they're going to be affordable for the most part. Right. And you know, for me, that's something, and they stand behind it, and I've watched the guy fish it a lot. So that's something that um, I want to try this year. 
So heck yeah, we should uh, we should paint one of these up like a speckle trail. That'd be awesome. Or like a croaker or a spot. Mm -hmm. You can get it waylaid. Definitely. Um, Well, sweet. Well, guys, hope you all enjoyed our second official podcast for Patreon. Um, Share it with your friends. Uh, Get them over here on Patreon. Thank you all so much for the support. And we'll see you next week. Later. Have a good one.